Nine degrees. I'm Tom Robinson with KSOM, KS95 News 21. The high today, 16. The low tonight, a chance for some snow uh, this evening and dusting possible. Friday, 37. A low of 17, a 20% chance of snow. Saturday's high, 25. Low 5 below, a 65% chance for some snow. And then it gets cold. A Sunday high, 6, low 4 below. Monday, 6, low 8 below. Tuesday, 13, low 5 below, a 20% chance of snow. Wednesday, 11. A Shenandoah man was killed in a single-vehicle accident in Page County. The Page County Sheriff's Office says dispatch was notified of a vehicle found in a ditch on the west side of E Avenue in the 2000 block at around 3.54 p.m. on Monday. An accident investigation conducted by the Page County Sheriff's Office showed that 25-year-old Levi Gary Glines Racine of Shenandoah was driving a 2006 Chevy K1500 northbound on E Avenue about six-tenths of a mile north of Highway 2. Glines were seen cross the center line and continued into the west ditch. The vehicle then struck the concrete culvert north bank of the creek. Glines were seen was ejected from the vehicle. The vehicle then fell back to the bottom of the creek. Glines were seen was pronounced deceased at the scene. Red Oak police arrested 33-year-old Madison Marie Bowling of Red Oak for interference with official acts for attempting to flee on foot. Officers transported Bowling to the Montgomery County Jail and held her in a $300 cash bond. More repairs will be made to Kingbird Avenue in Audubon County at no expense to the county. Been a blank of reports. Supervisors Chairman Doug Sorensen says the damage was brought to their attention last week. Mitch Riddle, our county engineer, reported that uh, one road had been torn up on uh, Kingbird Avenue by somebody carrying a load of utility poles. It took some searching to figure out who was doing this, but it turned out it was a mid-American energy truck that they're uh, that had brought poles down there and torn up the torn up this uh, road which actually had been rocked but it was very muddy and they had really torn the heck out of it since then a utility permit has been granted to mid-american energy it was not under the jurisdiction of our local mid-american people actually he had to talk to people in illinois it was a is a bigger i don't know some, somehow in their system they have some of their bigger power lines are under a different jurisdiction anyway he found out how who had done it and they had gone in there without a without a permit to um, carry those loads on our county roads and so we basically they needed to get this line fixed and they had plans to shut down a section of line for a week so they could get this thing fixed we went ahead and gave them a permit good for this week to get it done while the ground is frozen and they agreed to fix the road to pay pay for to re-rock the road in other news regarding the secondary roads department County engineer Mitch Riddle was granted approval to uh, trade in one of their current excavators for a new one. They're working in the budget to upgrade their snow removal trucks as well as purchase a new excavator. All of the trucks are at least 12 years old, but Sorensen says to get a new snow removal truck, it takes about two years and the cost is nearly a quarter of a million dollars. I'm Bennett Blake reporting. Thanks, Bennett. Brittany Palmer, Director of Crossroads Behavioral Health, presented some ideas to the Dare County Board of Supervisors Wednesday morning for some programs that they would like it to do with funds the counties have received from the Iowa Opioid Settlement. Mandy Billings has more. Brittany Palmer said they have a program they are trying to pilot in several of their counties to get more robust prevention education in schools. We have already started a partnership with Nottoway Valley School District. We have a clinician going in there already for counseling and things for the youth, and I have a follow-up call this Friday with um, Brittany, the counselor, 
um, in regards to some of the programming. Jessica Petter, Certified Prevention Specialist with Crossroads Behavioral Health, said they have a couple of different evidence-based programs that are on the state and national registries. They are full curriculum programs about substance abuse and mental health. One of those is Project Towards No Drug Abuse for high school students. 12 sessions long um, and it works on self-control skills, decision-making, um, and increasing students' motivation. Um, so again, it's not just you know, substance use, it's not just talking about substance use, uh, but it does show a 27% reduction in cigarette use, 9% reduction in alcohol use, 22% reduction in marijuana use, a 26% reduction in hard drug use, a 6% reduction in victimization, and a 25% reduction in weapon-carrying weapon behaviors. Another program, Too Good for Drugs, can be for students in kindergarten through 12th grade. Those ones are 10 sessions long, um, works on emotional competency skills, social and resistance skills, goal setting, decision making, um, and then the perceptions of harmful effects of drugs. Petter said Reconnecting Youth and CAST are other programs they are looking at potentially piloting. This one is actually pretty exciting. This is a selective or indicated um, so while the other two would be for all of the students in the school, which would be great, we do also know that there is some prevention education going on in the schools as well. Um, this might be a good alternative for kids that need a little more. So the selected and indicated are either groups that are already or at a higher risk or um, already are starting to participate in some of the behaviors that are potentially leading them down towards more drug use or you know, already started down that a little bit. So it's not treatment, but it is, you know, trying to back them off of that. Palmer said they are also meeting with their local law enforcement about specifically doing the CAST program as separate programming for those who are on probation. Palmer said they were just giving the board an idea of what they want to do. And when the programs are put in place, they will come back to the board to discuss funding. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. An Iowa Senate Judiciary Subcommittee stops a bill that would require hospitals to test all newborn babies for illegal drugs. The measure would test blood from the umbilical cord. If the sample tests positive, then the mother could be charged with child endangerment. The subcommittee decided to postpone the bill indefinitely. Emma Byerline, Campaign Development Director for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, hosted the inaugural Gala on the Hill fundraiser for blood cancer on Saturday at the Bluebird Hill Event Center. The event raised $12,000 before expenses. Byerline says Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's mission is to end this disease while providing millions in financial aid to individuals in their fight against cancer. And while we provide millions in financial aid individuals in our fight against cancer. Most importantly, we've invested $1.5 billion uh, for a cure. When LLS was founded in Byerline says blood cancer mortality has seen an average decline of 32 percent over the past three decades and continues to drop. And we believe that we will cure all cancer through the blood and through the research that we're investing in. <clears throat> While incredible, that's not enough. Every three seconds, somebody is diagnosed with blood cancer. Now, Emma Byerline oversees the Student Visionaries of the Year campaign and introduced Cairo Rank, Anna Potts, and Malin Farrell, intending to raise $50,000 in the next seven weeks. 
The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society helped advance 75% of nearly 100 FDA-approved blood cancer treatments in the past five years. I'm Tom Robinson. ABC News is coming up.